My God, people are mad. Crossy Posse Packer Nation. Welcome to an episode of Packers, a podcast where you don't do Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom Grassi, and wow, that was the first round of the 2020 NFL Draft. <laughs> you know, it's funny because uh, we live streamed the entire thing. Thank you for everyone who was there. Um, we had points over 4,000 people in there, which was awesome. And when we picked him, I was silent. And the first emotions that rushed right to me was anger, disappointment, and the more I sit on it, I don't want to say the more I'm okay with it, but the more I understand it. So the Green Bay Packers traded up from number 30 with the Miami Dolphins to the number 26 spot to get Jordan Love, the QB, out of Utah State. I had done an entire breakdown video, which you can more than take a look at, uh, in which I was asking, basically, is Jordan Love worth a first-rounder? And this was done weeks ago. The last nine of my notebook, this is not new notes, this is all from the Jordan Love episode I did. I wrote the last line, Project QB, but if sits behind Rodgers, could be amazing. I want to break this pick down in a couple different areas because I want to address a couple different fan bases um, or subsects within the fan base of why they're upset for various reasons. So the first one, uh, people are upset because there were other players on the board that could help this team win now. Josh Jones, the offensive tackle from Houston, Patrick Queen, uh, linebacker Denzel Mims. Right, those were like the big three that a lot of people were mocking. A lot of people want to see them go to Green Bay. And I don't disagree with you. I think that Patrick Queen could have helped the Green Bay Packers as he's a coverage linebacker. Um, we also, as I've said, have Christian Kirksey who could potentially fill that role. And I think with this first pick, Goody is, is confident in Kirksey and considering how fast he went out to get him... Um, Denzel Mims, great player, still available, could be picked up in the second round. Josh Jones, still available, could be picked up in the second round. And I think there are plenty of weapons left in this draft for the Packers to win right now. And if you don't believe me, then look at our second-round wide receivers, Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb, Devontae Adams. We can get a badass wide receiver in the second round or later. Um, and even with linebacker, a few days before the draft, I posted on Twitter that if we picked up a linebacker or wide receiver, and I even posted on this channel, uh, on day two, 
I'd be content with that since it's 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 pretty deep. We got guys like Troy Dye that we could potentially pick up, um, and and a plethora of wide receivers. Zach Bound, if we really want to, in the second round. Um, so that I understand, but my response to that would be: Is there still plenty of talent left in this draft? Zay, Xavier McKinney, for example, a safety everyone thought was going to go in the first round, did not. Still there. The second reason why people are upset is the fact that we traded up to get him. Now, I was in this camp in which if we were sitting at 30, and let's just say Queen was gone, Josh Jones and Denzel Mims are there, and Jordan Love is there, and we picked Jordan Love, I wouldn't have been as upset because we didn't trade up for him. But we gave up a fourth rounder to go and get him. And the question becomes of like, okay, well, who else was going to go get him? And honestly, the answer is we don't know. We don't know. The Patriots could have traded back in. Right, the Colts could have traded back in. Literally, any the Saints could have traded back. Any team could have traded back into the first round, like the Ravens did with Lamar Jackson a couple of years ago, and they could have swiped up Jordan Love. So that you know, while we only gave up a fourth, which is not the end of the world, um, I, I can understand why people are peeved about that, and, and I get that. But we also don't know if other teams were going to swoop in and get him. Then you have the group talking about, of course, Aaron Rodgers. That this is disrespectful to Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers has four years left on his contract. Uh, In two more years, he has an out, or the Packers have an out with him in which they could release him. Uh, Count a lot in dead cap, but uh, we could. A lot of people are looking at this, and they're saying you can't compare... Brett Favre, that whole situation, how people were super pissed off in 2005 when we drafted Aaron Rodgers to replace Brett Favre. People were very, very upset. You can't compare that to us drafting Jordan Love in 2020 because while Favre was obviously declining, Aaron Rodgers just took this team with the obviously help of the defense and not not many weapons, took them to the NFC Championship game, went 13-3, and Right. So the, the argument is, is that Aaron Rodgers is not on the decline, and he has expressed many times that he wants to play into his 40s, which would go beyond the contract in which he is in Green Bay. He just had an interview talking about how important legacy was to him and that how he wants to retire as a Green Bay Packer. And I love Aaron Rodgers. Absolutely love him. I would say nearly every single Packer fan out there absolutely loves Aaron Rodgers. And I think that legacy, while important to Aaron Rodgers, is also important to us. When Tom Brady left the Patriots, I found that a lot of people were upset about his comments when he said that he really didn't give a crap about legacy. That's why he went to the Buccaneers, because he was just like, whatever. I want to go and play football. And if we were to see Aaron Rodgers in another uniform that would hurt like like it did with Brett Favre that would hurt and some people are feeling that Goody has have kind of turned their back on Aaron Rodgers and basically saying listen you know you're not going to finish your career here you are not going to play into your 40s um we're looking for the future right now and I don't think that's necessarily incorrect uh Zach Schulmler from uh Strong Opinion Sports called in at the very end of the stream. And 
he said that this puts a clock on Aaron Rodgers. And I agree with that. And I think the positive of that is we have seen what Aaron Rodgers can do with a chip on his shoulder. Uh, and he kicks ass because that's our quarterback. And I feel like this might make him kick ass even more. And so like, okay, you drafted my successor because make no mistake about it. We're trading a fourth rounder in the first round to move up. We're not picking a backup quarterback here. Now, that being said, how many times have I said on this channel that we need a backup quarterback? We got a backup quarterback now. We got Jordan Love. So with that being said, God forbid Aaron Rodgers gets hurt. We have someone who could actually back him up and maybe win us some games. So that's a positive. That's a positive regardless of how you feel about this situation. Um, but when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, we also have to be honest, we don't know what he's going to look like in four years. We don't. Um, I was watching an interview that I did with Cheesehead TV back in 2018, and it was the Lions game where Crosby missed like all those field goals. And I had said, and a bunch of others had said, that like Rodgers needed to you know hit some more targets, really wasn't looking that great, what have you. And Aaron Rodgers, even last year, you know, he didn't tear the league apart. Still was a great QB. Absolutely great QB. But, like, he missed some throws. He also made some incredible throws, like that one with the Chiefs uh, to Jamal Williams back in the end zone. The guy made some incredible throws and didn't have a ton of weapons to throw to. He had Devontae Adams, Alan Lazard came in at the very end, and who else did he have to throw to? Nobody was the answer. Um, Aaron Rodgers can still play at an incredibly high level. I don't think there's really many people that doubt that unless you legit just hate Aaron Rodgers. So, the way I'm looking at this is, this is a pick for the future. We might not see Jordan Love take the field for about four years. He might sit behind Aaron Rodgers for four years. He might sit behind him for the length of his contract. Then we're going to have to reevaluate. At that point, maybe we trade Jordan Love. Or maybe at that point, we... Let Aaron Rodgers go because he's declining or he's just reached the end of his contract and, and that's it. But I think why a lot of people are upset is because this puts a definitive timestamp on Aaron Rodgers' career as a Green Bay Packer is that you're looking at most, most likely four more years with Aaron Rodgers. And that's scary to people. And that's upsetting to people. That's upsetting to me. I love Aaron Rodgers. I want him to be my quarterback until the end of time. Um... Now, that being said, this can be a very crappy business. I brought up in the stream Randall Cobb and Jordy Nelson. A lot of people were upset when we let him go. I said that we're going to have to let one of them go. We're paying each of them over $10 million a year. There's no way that we can afford it. This was a pick that Goody knew was not going to be popular. Um, anyway, and it's a ballsy move. And if it backfires, that's going to be bad. That's going to look real, real bad. Um, but in five years, we also might be thanking Brian Gutekunst for making this pick. We might be. Um, but at the end of the day, we don't know. We don't know. Tua might be a bust. Justin Herbert might be a bust. Joe Burrow might be a bust. Jordan Love might be a bust. Or some of them could do great and some of them cannot do well. We don't know. We don't know. Um, it's like people who are picking on Rashawn Gary and saying, we already have an edge rusher. Why are you picking up another one? He didn't do much in the first year. Yes, he's playing behind two amazing uh, outside linebackers. Um, I think it, there's a bit like where we just have to kind of trust the process a little bit. And at the end of the day, you know, 
if this is the tipping point where you're no longer a Green Bay Packer fan, I mean, I'm sorry to hear that. I mean, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and I'm going to still be a Green Bay Packer fan. And I'm going to assume a lot of you are too. And yes, we can question this. And if you're saying, hey, this is the stupidest pick of all time, this is a terrible pick, what if you're right? Like, what if you're right? What if Jordan Love is an absolute bust? We don't win the Super Bowl this year. We don't win the Super Bowl next year. What have you? Okay. You're right. Is that going to make you feel better? Is that going to make you, like, turn around and say, like, oh, I was right. I told you, Brian. No. Like, it's not going to get you anything. You know, these guys are paid a lot of money to do their jobs. Scouts are paid a lot of money to do their jobs. And and we root for the Green Bay Packers. So that's that's what we're going to continue to do. Now, Love himself, you know, again, I did a whole thing here. The big concern for me was that he went from six interceptions in 2018 to 17 in 2019. Uh, and the, the, the TDs went down. He also didn't have much of a team around him at all. Um, he had three out of 13 games with three interceptions. Played primarily in the shotgun. Forced a bunch of throws, which led to picks because he was just trying to win the game. Needs to work on his decision-making. Um, these are all things that he has to work on, which is why I said he is a project QB. This guy needs to sit behind a Brady, a Breeze, a Rodgers. He's sitting behind Rodgers now. If he can't learn to make these better decisions with Rodgers, he's not going to. But we're about to see if he's going to. Jordan Love, again, is most likely not going to help this team right now, but he very well could lead this team in the future. He has a great deep ball. He's nice at extending plays, has great over-the-shoulder throws, sideline throws. And I know people are upset because they're saying, listen, Jordan Love ain't going to stop the run. (laughs) You know, he's not going to stop the 49ers from running all over us. And you're right. You're 100% accurate. But look at it this way. With the team that we had last year, we won 13 games and made it to the NFC Championship game without guys that could stop the run, without targets for Aaron Rodgers. If we look at it this way, we signed Christian Kirksey, we signed Funches. Let's just say we're at a wash and we're still at step one. That's what we have the rest of the draft for. We got plenty of time and plenty of players to add that we could win right now. My goal is to get Aaron Rodgers another ring. I want Aaron Rodgers to get another ring. There's no one that's a Packers fan that doesn't want Aaron Rodgers to get another ring. Goody wants to see Aaron Rodgers get another ring. This does not mean that Aaron Rodgers is out on his ass in a year or two. What this means is that we are trying to protect our future, and while that is an unpopular move today, we might be thanking him later. And if we're not... Guess what? We're still going to root for the Green Bay Packers. Jordan Love has a lot of work to do, but thankfully he gets to sit behind one of the best to do it that he can learn from. And Zach brought this up. How is Aaron Rodgers going to react? Is he going to be like Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers where Brett Favre was like a total douche nozzle? Um, Or is he going to say, hey, this is what I know? I think Aaron is going to say that, but I think all I think Aaron is going to be receptive, but I think also he's going to play with his chip on his shoulder and say, this is why I am the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. And that, my friends, is what I'm very excited for. Yes, he needs more weapons. 
I guarantee you we're going to get some in this draft. So step away from the ledge, and we're going to be okay. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. You can always find me at TomGrassyComedy.com or at TomGrassyComedy on all social media. See down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course, YouTube. And a big shout out and thank you to all the Patreon members over at Patreon.com slash TomGrassyComedy. Thank you so much for watching. We'll be streaming day two tomorrow. I'm Tom Grassi. And as always, Go Pack Go!